I wanted to spend a few minutes uh, sharing with you this afternoon a little bit about spiritual formation at Westminster. I think it can often be a myth that seminary is not a time when people can grow in their faith. Uh, certainly that's the case here at Westminster. People are concerned about that as they come here, but um, it's definitely something that needs to be corrected. For example, one of the things that I get to do every year as director of the MDiv program is to interview all graduating MDiv students. And one of the first questions is, have you grown in your time spiritually while you've been here? And this year, 96% of our students said yes. They have a variety of uh, comments and uh, things related to that, but every year it's well over 90% of, uh, of the folks. And I think that's really good because what we're trying to do here at Westminster is not to uh, train technicians but to shape shepherds. Uh, our founders from the very beginning were concerned to train pastors. <clears throat> we do a lot of other things here at Westminster as well, but the heart and soul of our ministry is to prepare pastors and shepherds for the flock. And so even in our core values, it says that we are preparing people uh, to carry out a learned ministry um, with humble and holy affection for Jesus Christ. And we take that seriously. Uh, shaping shepherds is a holistic thing, holistic matter that we look at that way as we approach our classes, which we'll talk about in just a couple of minutes. But we understand that, uh, as it was said of David in Psalm 78, 72, that he was one who not only was skillful, but he was one who shepherded with the integrity of heart. So we believe, we truly believe that in order to feed the flock, you have to be fed by the shepherd. In order to lead the flock, you have to be led by the shepherd. In order to, be, to protect the flock, you have to protect, be protected by the shepherd as well. So we want to make it very, very clear from the outset that we have a holistic picture of ministerial formation. And there are many ways that we do that. One of the key ways that we do that, and the statement the seminary made several years ago, was to establish a position here called the Dean of Students and Ministerial Formation, Spiritual Formation. And that's Mr. Greg Hobaugh here. And maybe you could uh, tell the folks a little bit about what you do in that regard. Sure. Uh, one of the privileges I have here as Dean of Students and Minister of Formation, they go hand in hand, is to be a, more like a campus pastor to the future pastors, uh, to be available for counseling, advice, uh, having spent, um, as well as with John and Tim, uh, practitioners uh, in the field of being pastors of churches, to know and to understand, to be able to give advice. And one of the things we really encourage is uh, for, for students as they're in, in ministry, preparing for ministry, to actually do the work now. Don't wait until you get out. Nothing magical happens when you get MDiv or MAR behind your name to go out there and, and do works for the kingdom. It's something that you have to be practicing now to put that, the head knowledge into practice mm -hmm. with your hands. And when you do that, you grow, uh, not only mentally, but also spiritually in so many ways. <clears throat> as well as on campus, we seek to provide avenues for spiritual formation mm -hmm. here. We have a, a chapel program uh, that meets daily through a variety of means, through prayer groups with mm -hmm. your advisor, uh, through different local pastors, through the professors who preach, even students now who preach in chapel, to be encouraged as we present the word to each other. And through different areas like that, as well as other campus activities, such as the picnic that we do in the fall and I the like spring. I like the picnic a lot. I like yeah. the picnic. The, uh, Especially softball the softball game. game. The softball yeah. game is always a hit. So we like those uh, areas to develop uh, foster community as well, as much as we are able to uh, as a seminary, as a graduate school. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but the main thing is to, to focus on that area of preparing for ministry now mm -hmm. by doing it. I'm glad you mentioned that. One of my other roles here is the director of the uh, Mentor Ministry Program. All of our students are required to be engaged in ministry while they're out there. Another question I ask on the uh, exit interview is if students sense that they've grown in their sense of gifts and calling, gifting and calling. And well over 90% for the last several years said yes. But Greg's point is uh, very, very important here because they say that that is largely due to their involvement in their ministry in the church. Right. Certainly that's where those gifts have to be tested. And, mm -hmm. and our students are definitely getting that blend of uh, training here in conjunction with ministry in the local churches. Right, because you may get into a ministry and discover this really isn't for me. And then you get into another one that's right in your wheelhouse that you say, wow, this is exactly how God has made me and all over the years. Yeah. I think one of the, thinking about the mentor ministry program until recently, I pastored a network in the ministry, mentor ministry program. And to see the students that were part of our congregation uh, that really invested themselves in the life of the church and responded to mentoring and were involved in relationships with people in the congregation and really uh, gave a lot of the ministry life to that church. The other thing that I get to see as uh, you know, working in the preaching curriculum uh, with some of the students is their concern uh, about the, the person that they are in the pulpit and the, the person they bring to the sermon. One of our core commitments at Westminster in developing preachers is to develop the preacher, not just the techniques of the sermon. And uh, we meet with the, the preaching students individually in his groups and um, just to look at those issues, as Tim and Greg have mentioned, of call and how is your, uh, your, your ministry training connecting with your family and connecting with your future uh, and all those kind of things. So there's personal, uh, at least one-on-one -on -one time and group time uh, as well as just to look at those, those issues as you're being trained in the skills, what's happening to your character, uh, what, how are you sensing your call, as you alluded to with the mentor ministry program. I think something that surprises first-year students here is our first course in the MDiv program uh, called Orientation to Ministerial Formation. And uh, Westminster is highly known for its academic uh, prowess, and I think that's absolutely correct. In that course, Greg and I focus on this holistic picture of ministerial formation. We present shepherding as a, as a matrix for holistic formation. And so we start with personal character, um, spiritual formation, life for the Lord. We require the students to fill out uh, a spiritual life inventory where they tell us what they're doing and what they'd like to see happen in their life spiritually. And we have pastors come in and talk about what it's like to have uh, a life in Christ uh, while they're in ministry. Then we move on to talk about family life, how important that is. And then we bring a panel of pastors and their wives in to talk about the challenges of having a family life while you're in ministry. And some of the students scratch their heads and they say, this isn't what we thought Westminster was about. Mm -hmm. But I tell them on the first day of the course, I said, this is the most important course you're ever going to take here. And of course, all professors think that, but I really mean it because <laughs> Uh, people can get A's in Hebrew and Greek and systematic theology, but if they fail morally, it's over suddenly and disastrously. So that's why we take this whole picture very seriously, and we start in the very first course trying to give students that picture. And some students, it's inter interesting through the years, some students have uh, yawned a little bit at that course and said, well, this wasn't the kind of uh, academic um, you know, we knew that. Yeah, well, we knew that. Basic stuff. But then they come back to me later and they say, you know, Dr. Whitmer, 
Um, I was really skeptical in that first course, but now I realize that what you all are saying is true. And so we want to give you that, that whole picture uh, from the very outset. Just as Westminster is known for the high academic standards, doesn't mean that you necessarily have to sacrifice the ministerial right. and practical pastoral matters. And we want it to be known that it's just as important for us to see that mm -hmm. character, that uh, Christ-driven, Christ-focused preaching and ministry mm -hmm. is what Westminster is really known for, as well as the academics. It's not a tension between the two, but it's actually this great blending of the two and synthesizing to say you can have both and that's what we desire. You know, two, just sort of anecdotally, two things that came to mind even as we are just discussing this. Um, you know, just before I come over here, I mentioned to Tim that there, there was a student came by my office. There's an issue uh, going on in their church and they had some questions about is this, the, is this the right way for things to be done? Is this the right way for them to deal with that issue? And we just spent some time, we looked at the scriptures together and thought about the, the wisest, the most appropriate, redemptive way for this difficult issue in their church to be dealt with. And so that kind of accessibility um, takes place here at Westminster. The other story that I was thinking about just as you were talking is we just came through commencement. Mm -hmm. And during our commencement, we have a lunch for uh, our alumni who graduated 50, 60 years mm -hmm. ago. And one of our first year students actually spoke at that lunch. And what he emphasized over and over and over again uh, with some passion was how he'd actually come to know God better through his first year at Westminster Seminary. And he you know, sort of articulated that as a bit of a surprise. But he said that really was what the, what the issue was. Not only did he learn about God, but he learned to know God. And he emphasized that again and again. So I think that those are just pictorial of the kind of emphasis that's placed on the person and ministerial formation. Yeah, that's great. And so I hope you'll get a little taste of the balance we try to bring to training here. For after all, if you look at the... Uh, qualifications for ministry in 1 Timothy chapter 3 and Titus chapter 1. If you look at them particularly in 1 Timothy chapter 3, you'll notice that uh, only one of them has to do with competence. All the rest have to do with character. We understand that. We're committed to that. So we hope you'll come and let us help you grow in all these areas.